Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 339, Setbacks. This morning, Matt and I get together and talk about some thoughts on setbacks and response attitudes and how those can affect you and dealing with the challenges and the solutions that end up being your goal. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Hey, man. So, yeah, a little bit change of direction here. Just because yeah, I, I needed to set the microphone on the desk here. So. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I like that um, that look like little lava looking lamp thing you got there. Oh yeah, that's a salt lamp. Salt. We're lamp. getting ionization, good vibes here Ooh, in the studio. I like I'm going to write that down. If I had a pen, <laughs> I'm always losing my pens. That's why I buy big packs of them so I can make sure they're everywhere. Salt <laughs> lamp. Cool. I'm going to look at that in a week and not know what I meant. Yeah, and it, uh, I guess it's supposed to like heat up from the light bulb and then it releases ions into your room. So I like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) So how you been, Doug? feels like it's been a while since we talked. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. It's a delayed recording this week just because of technical difficulties. Right. um, Anyway. Yeah. Just making do with what, uh, what I've got here to record. So the, uh, you know, hopefully this, audio will turn out good i was happy with the q9u last time i used it but yeah it's a little bit different i haven't used it usb before but it sounds good from here i mean you know at least over zoom it sounds pretty good cool yeah it's just out of necessity because i don't have a a mic preamp right now right um (laughs) yeah that was a little bit of a setback for you yeah i don't know you know i'm working with uh, the manufacturer and, wh- and where I got it, it's out of warranty, but it's just, uh, just so weird, but it, it's going to, it's going to be two or three weeks before I have a oh mic pre again, probably. And I don't know if it'll be this one. I'm going to try and repair it. Um, but if, uh, that doesn't work out, then I'll, I'll be shopping. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not your normal, you know, low level two inner two input mic pre it's like a nice rack mount eight input or more yeah and it's been really nice on occasion when i needed more than two um which isn't very often i i've had that for a little over four years and i was actually having uh, artists in my studio at that point right and uh so the need for that many mic pre's isn't really there anymore, but it sure is a nice to have. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm in, I enjoy, I mean, I don't think I could do the one mic pre. I mean, I could if I had to, um, but I enjoy having two so that I can have two different mics hooked up for whatever reason, you know, and switch between them or use them both at the same time without having to plug and unplug and reroute cables and stuff. Yeah, and, you know, and I have the other, I do have the other mic pre, which is the 286S, but it doesn't have any way to get into my computer. I need to have another mic pre to take it into. <laughs> oh, is it you like know? a 500 um, 
No, it's, it, it, it's a rack, 19 inch, but it's a hundred percent analog. So the output of that, um, I guess I could probably take that into my patch bay input into my uh, AD converter. I didn't try that. That would have probably been an option. So. Oh, well, that's that's interesting. There's lots of ways to get to the same thing, you know. Sure. So. <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting point. I'd like to take that point a little further, which is that, you know, when you're experiencing setbacks, rather than let it stop you, think about how you can go around or through. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, there's usually... You know, it's like driving, you know, there's never just one way to get someplace, right? Most of life is like that. Yeah. It, you know, and I usually look to solve the problem um, as quickly as possible mm-hmm. just to get by and, and keep yeah. moving forward and give me time to consider additional options, you know? So yeah. it's, you know, so uh, having a... A decent USB mic was a easy option too. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. It's like you know, especially when you depend on any equipment—a computer or a microphone or a car. It's like, what's your what's your contingency plan in case something goes awry? Because something potentially can always go awry. I mean, I do also have a. You know, I have my audience here, but I do have a, I do have a spare, uh, my, you know, interface. It's a brand new, I don't know if I've even used it, but (laughs) that's another thing. You should probably use your spares, like your spare tire, check your spare tire, make sure it's not flat. Um, so having a contingency plan is a good idea. So I have that in case something ever happens, um, to this one and I need to record something (laughs) for a client or whatever. Yeah. I mean, my recording needs are the podcast, obviously, yeah. and then recording myself uh, just just on my guitar and yeah. bass and stuff. Um, if it weren't for wanting to be able to record my myself in music, I would probably just get like a podcast producer set up because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I can't remember who makes that right right now. It's a uh, road the podcaster thing oh um, yeah yeah and it's about half the cost of replacing the mic pre if that doesn't pan out so i don't know we'll see i don't need an interface i just need mic preamps that i can uh let's see how does that connect well it, it i i connect to my adda through uh adat so if i had Do you? some mic Mike Prees with the ADAT. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I use the uh, converters of the Claret to uh, convert analog to digital and pass that into the the Hilo digitally. And then it just passes that directly into the DAW, so there's no other (laughs) conversion. And, And then going the other way, it uses the... Um, the Hilo digital to analog conversion. It still sounds like a lot of hops. Yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do any more than one trip in and one trip out. The only the only downside on that is that the converter and the Hilo is better. 
Right. Um, but the converter and the claret isn't bad. It's mm -hmm. just not the same quality as the Hilo. But for podcasting, you know, really, who cares? And for distorted guitars, who cares? Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's something too. Is the you know, what 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 what's your consideration for your equipment? Um, yeah. So interfaces, they are all kind of an all-in-one deal, which is what makes them easy for most people to get. It's just it has the ADDA converters built in and the computer interface and the audio inputs. Yeah. Um, so, so I think a lot of people at home are probably using just a simple. I don't know, Motu or uh, um, Focusrite or what have you, interface. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, with the ADDA converter, it happens to function as my interface. Um, the mic preamps are just sort of like an add-on, and mm -hmm. uh, and that Claret doesn't connect to the computer directly at all. It's It's basically... You know, all at analog digital I.O., but no interface to computer. And I, I guess it was a meant to be an eight channel expansion uh, preamps, you know, that you'd add on to like the Claret 8 Pre. So you could have 16 channels. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, that's but what it I worked thought really it was good when I saw it. Originally, I had the, um, the 18 IA8. And uh, then added this on so that I had I had twelve channels then. Well, you probably needed it then. Yeah. Really, now you just need one. <laughs> or two. Then I ended up selling the eighteen i eight to go for the mastering converter. So, but really yeah. the the eight channel preamp, like I said, it's just sort of like it's a leftover, and it was actually really nice to have. So. Yeah. Well been working pretty good until now yeah but anyway yeah so adapting to the situation just you know, <laughs> keep keep recording so <laughs> do what you have to do you know i, I probably could have got away with airpods or something like that if sure sure yeah i see a lot of people do that i don't love the quality of it but some people seem to make it work uh yeah because then you're streaming over bluetooth that's a whole different deal <laughs> right <laughs> but, probably uh, yeah i guess there too when you're talking about setbacks in general, whatever level it is or wherever it appears, um, you know, there's first, do you act or do you react? And then there's the creative problem solving aspect to it. Right. Yeah. You know, and I've just really grown to setbacks. I don't even use that word. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's challenges. It's the problems. And right. my gut reaction to that stuff is to, figure out solutions so that's true uh it's kind of a mindset thing like you can experience what you can call a setback but it really is just a challenge <laughs> that needs to be uh surmounted or overcome or worked around yeah. every one of them is an opportunity in some way so it just there depends you how you approach it yeah in i in it the uh the the problem with uh workarounds is that the workaround often becomes the solution um, <laughs> because you're always moving forward to the next challenge and then yeah. you don't really have time to go back and undo something and <laughs> undo the duct tape and put on you know super glue you know what i'm saying right 
Well, that duct tape lasts a long time. It does. Just not on ducts. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, that was my setback for the week, I guess, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and, you know, I got a feeling coming a few weeks, um, I'll have something uh, working for me just as well and get back on this microphone. Um, but uh, this one's working okay other than the latency. Yeah, the latency is making you talk a little more um stoned carefully you do sound a little stoned or possibly post stroke or i don't know what i sound a little stoned in my headphones it's a little like your the feedback loop has changed yeah oh let's see who's the actor um you know owen wilson no but he is an actor um I think his name. Um, what's a movie that it was in? You know, where he had that like 69 Cobra. Was that Bessie or something? You know, you don't want to like scratch the mirror or anything. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Nicholas Cage, you know. Oh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, are you talking about Gone in 60 Seconds or something? Yeah, something like that. You know how he talks. <laughs> yeah, he can be like that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good. He's an interesting character. He, uh, I read an article about him, and uh, it really changed the way I look at his approach to acting, which is like he's not, he's not just playing versions of himself. He tries to do something original with every role. He's like a true actor-actor in the old-school style that doesn't really exist that much anymore most people get cast by their you know to play kind of a version of themselves that they already would do anyway but yeah he's he's different he does and all the stuff that you see he does he does completely on purpose which he's 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 original on purpose fairly recently i saw him in a martial arts movie it was the worst movie i've ever seen <laughs> I don't recommend it. What movie was that? I don't remember. It was horrible. Oh, that's so, funny. It's not worth mentioning. Did you sit through the whole thing, though? Yeah, it was Nicolas Cage. You know? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad, though. It was kind of funny bad, though, so it yeah. was entertaining in that respect. It wasn't, like, aggravating bad. Was it possibly bad on purpose? <laughs> You I, think I don't about know that, how huh? you could not be that bad without it being on purpose. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what's your uh, setback and recovery this week? Well, I'm trying to think about one that I can talk about. Um, uh, I did just come through a period of, uh, I had some, had some interesting late night work um, doing live. I was doing this. I was standing in for a podcast editor where the podcast is a daily podcast that's a news podcast called the newsworthy and yeah. so they record it at like 11 p.m so that they can capture all the day's news and it needs to be edited basically by 12 or 1 so that it can go live by the following morning at 6 a.m <laughs> so i had some i had a series of late nights where i was trying to do you know um <laughs> some you know fairly you know fine-tuned technical work uh well past my bedtime <laughs> it yeah. was a challenge and well it took I, some recovery. I have to admit that when you said late night work i mean i immediately was imagining you on a corner and some high heels so. 
<laughs> no, heels hurt my feet. I wear flats. <laughs> no, it was um, it was it was fun and challenging, and uh, I I did I. I did get the hang of it pretty quickly and, 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 and I adjusted my workflow so that I had to use less brain power and less, um, of that frontal cortex decision-making process that is not really available after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so I made it, I just, I made it easy for myself to do it well and quickly and, uh, yeah, it went well, but, um, you know, I'm at an age where staying up late for nights in a row is not, Take some recovery. Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> Take some recovery. Yeah, the weekend live shows that I do. Right, uh, right. Th- those are always on Saturdays and Sundays. It's like... Um, it's like a lost day, right? It, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, I, you know, I'm not even drinking, and I and I feel I'm hungover all day on Sunday. Yeah, it's know? very similar. Yeah, I don't think you have to drink to be hungover. You just have to stay up late yeah. and be our age. <laughs> Ooh, I just noticed I clipped this mic's a little bit hotter. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that's not a problem for you. No, probably not. I'm an expert at podcast, podcast editing, don't, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, that's the that's the... I don't know if I call that a setback, but it it did make it did make it challenging to do everything else during the week, um, because I was tired and I didn't really have all of my faculties um, about me. But I still had to do all my regular daily stuff uh, to the best of my ability during a very busy time. So um, that was my recent challenge. I finally feel right like on. I'm through all that. It sounds like you got through it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm finally, I feel like, I literally feel like I've come out the other side of something that was a, a, a period of time that was itself a challenge. But, I mean, I and I told myself during it that I was like, oh, this is just something that you're going to go through. It's going to be difficult, and then at the end it's going to be over, and then you're going to be glad you did it. So, <laughs> you know, self, you know, positive self-talk and just having a kind of... Um, perspective on challenges and or setbacks as they arise um, is very helpful. Yeah, I agree. It helps you act instead of react. The react is, is what you want to avoid because that I think is almost always destructive. It's that the lizard brain that kicks in the fight or flight usually is what causes arguments. You're just, you're reacting from a place of, I don't know, Right. Trauma, really. <laughs> Mine is always like, why? You know, <laughs> why did this happen? Not not why me right. or anything, but, you know, what the heck led up to this thing, you know, imploding? <laughs> well, that's and, an interesting point, too, is uh, that's an emotionally mature response, which is to not take it personally. That's the, I I mean, I know that you are emotionally mature and you don't have a victim mentality, but some people are like, oh, why did this happen to me? Well, it didn't happen to you. It just happened. Yeah. And it was, you know, you're adjacent or in the vicinity or, you know, it happened within your, you know, your sphere of influence or whatever, but it didn't happen to you probably. Like 
if you get a flat tire, why did this happen to me? Well, it didn't happen to you. It happened to the car, right? <laughs> happened to the tire. Right. You just happened to be in the car. <laughs> yeah, and it might be your fault, though. And it might be your fault. So if I answer the question, it's like, well, maybe you should have got your t- your tires rotated like you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not drive them until the steel is sticking out, which I have done. <laughs> you get better grip in the wintertime. Yeah. you have to put chains on you know you have to put chains on if the steel belted radials are sticking out of the rubber (laughs) here's your your tip for the day (laughs) yeah yeah follow us for follow us for more auto tips (laughs) auto safety (laughs) we'll keep you on the road yeah (laughs) yeah I did once take a car now granted it was a car I had just bought but I had driven it you know, 40 minutes from where I bought it used to get new tires on it. And the guy's like, I cannot, or to get it, the tires looked at or the brakes looked at or something. He's like, I can't let you drive away from here with those tires looking like that. I can see the radials through the rubber and I, <laughs> I cannot let you drive away. I'm like, uh, but I just drove here in the rain <laughs> for like 45 minutes uh, with my kid in the car. Oops. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a funny time to be recording, and it's a funny kind of like, you know, in the middle of all of the things that have been going on, kind of a uh, off-the-cuff talk and yeah. off-the-cuff topic. Yeah, this evening is the first evening this week that, um, I didn't have mastering work. I had one job that uh, is delayed, so which will be oh, tomorrow. Yeah. But, and then, well, that's good. That on, and then I'm on vacation, so no recording next week. Right? Did you just go on vacation? I went on uh, a, a business trip for conferences. Oh, right, right, right. I was out in Atlanta. You just made it sound like a vacation with all your grits and your oh, <laughs> record I make the stores. best of all those, man. <laughs> Nobody says you can't have fun on our business trip. Absolutely, absolutely. You just got to account for it, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and buy your own beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy your time away. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to go visit our friends out in Connecticut at the recording den. Oh yeah. Take some pictures so, for sure. So a little bit of a business trip mixed in, but not really. Yeah. I'm just going out to meet him in person finally and uh, check out that awesome studio. And, uh, and then the rest of the time is just tooling around the East coast. And uh, it, I've never had a lobster roll. And from the pictures, it looks like it's it's a lobster on a on a hot dog bun. It's basically <laughs> lobster salad in a hot dog bun. Yes, um, I did have one just to see what all the fuss was about, and I was yeah. like, okay, now I can say I did that. <laughs> okay, right on. You know, because I got the on the West Coast thing. It's like the Iver dogs, which is like the fish, and um, it's a Northwest thing, I guess. But oh. We do fish yeah. tacos here. We have the fish tacos. I love fish tacos. Actually, in San Francisco, the the iconic thing is the 
you know, the clam chowder in the uh, in the sourdough bread bowl. Okay. That's the iconic food. Which actually and clam is chowder is going to be a thing out there too. So yeah, yeah. Crab. And <laughs> I guess halibut's not allowed to be fished in the uh, coastal waters on the Atlantic anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So you guys probably get more halibut there than they do on the East Coast. We get a lot of salmon uh, and cod and tilapia, which I'm told you're not supposed to eat anymore because it's not very healthy. But yeah, what do I know? I don't eat that much fish that I pay attention. I try to eat once or twice a week. We have fish. Oh, well, way more. That's, I don't like it once or twice a year. Oh, <laughs> red meat maybe once a month. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're scaling back on that. But I have come. I have come to to like fish tacos a lot. Yep, that was an. Uh, it was a Northwest thing too. Yeah, and yeah, we make them at home here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get actually we we kick it up a notch. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, and uh, get like um, sea bass. Okay, like sea bass fish tacos. Okay, Those are so good. Nice. I did once have salmon fish tacos, which I thought sounded good, but salmon is not the right fish for a fish taco. Yeah, I'd agree. I like the white fish. Yeah, it should be white fish. Salmon is too rich and and, and dense. Um, it doesn't play well with all of those other flavors that make it a good fish taco. Yeah. In fact, we had salmon croquettes for dinner tonight. Oh. Huh. Which one of nice. favorite? Because I like the little bones. A lot of people are like disgusted what? by that. Like that. When I was a kid, we had the, these, and it was like a surprise. You won the prize when you found the little salmon vertebrae inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you chew them up, and okay, a good source of calcium. Okay, never heard that before. No, no. So make sure and eat your salmon bones. Make sure to eat your salmon bones. All right. For more (laughs) culinary tips, make sure to follow and like this podcast. (laughs) All right. We'll let you go. All right. Have a good rest of your night, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Peace, everybody. Peace, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs> that was a weird one.